0: Ah, welcome to another week of the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast, formerly known as the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am so excited to bring you this week's podcast. Guys, you've been listening to this show for over six months, okay? We're we're in the 30s of our episodes, like, you know, this is crazy what's happening right now. And uh, throughout this process, I have been able to Uh, speak at the Atlantic City Marathon Series back in October, have been able to help Danielle Selassie run the Chicago Marathon, have been bringing people into our seven-day challenges and helping them to start the process of eating healthy and getting active across the country. Like, you know, lose. shout out to you over in Colorado for taking us up on a seven-day challenge, and in the first week, losing 11 pounds. Like, this is crazy. And how did we find losing Colorado? Because her sister here in New Jersey jumped on a podcast and gave, Sandra Martinez gave one of the most outstanding podcasts, and we were talking about um, her son who has autism, and just like, Sandra was so shy, she did not want to get on this podcast. I had to drag her literally into Starbucks, it felt like. And once she was done recording, she just had to share it with everybody. And so we thank all of our um, guests who have been on the show. But let's take you to today, okay? I'm fresh off of my vacation Disney Half Marathon, last week's episode was all about that and how people make excuses that I have no time to work out. We we touched on that last week. But while I was on vacation, after you know the Disney Half Marathon, jumped on a cruise, did a lot of reading, and I get a text message from Danielle Selassie who says, Coach, I know you're on vacation, but I have a podcast idea and I just don't want to forget about it. Can you do a podcast on workouts and recovery, why recovery is so important. So I'm thinking, of course, I have to uh, do this for my girl, Danielle salisi okay, and for all of our listeners. So I have been wanting to get with Rachel Guevara from a local gym here in New Jersey called Lift and Glitz. And I am pleasured and honored to bring you bring you our guest today, Rachel Rachel. how the heck are you?
1: I am fantastic I'm so excited <laughs> to be on this show right now i'm first of all I'm really um happy and, and thankful that you asked me to be on here this is uh I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and I really love what you guys are putting out there. And I'm just really, I'm honored for you to ask me to come on here. So thank you.
0: Yeah, no doubt. You know, um, I feel as though that we have a lot of synergy. You know, we have a lot in common when it comes to, you know, this is an all-female gym, right?
1: Right. Absolutely. All-females. Um, and we actually share a lot of the same clients too. And it's actually been a real, like you said, there's a really great synergy between, you know, some of the, um, the same clients that work out with you and who work out with me. And I, I'll tell you what, it's like a double whammy. They're yeah. killing it. They're, They're killing, it. killing it.
0: They're killing it. No doubt. No doubt. And for our listeners out there, um, who, as runners, you fall in love with the running process. You fall in love with the endorphins that you get from running. And sometimes uh, people would like to run six, seven days a week. However, it's very important to buy out the time to do strength training, to lift some weights, to get stronger in other areas. So with Keep Calm and Run to the, and run to the Best You, we only train three days a week. So what are you going to do with those other days in between? And then rest and recovery is so important. And that's what we're going to talk to Rachel about. Before we really dive into that, why don't you tell us about your gym?
1: So Lift and Glitch Training Studio is a facility for all women, like we just just said. And we specialize in cardio uh, classes, strength classes, and stretching and recovery Mm. classes, which is perfect to discuss today. Um so, basically, we are a studio that 's a very comfortable setting. Um, we love bringing in clients who currently work out who have no idea how to work out we 're all about you know the hand holding process and getting you there to your goals we 're big on holding you accountable and um I have to say the the best thing about us, like I said, is the comfortable atmosphere and just it's very motivational. It's non-competitive, and um, I'm really happy with you know the type of place that we have that we can put something out there to women um, where it's like, okay, those big gyms that you're scared of, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here to take you away from that and get you comfortable and get you confident. So, um, so yeah. So we've been in business for five years now.
0: Congratulations, thank five you. years, nice. Thank
1: you, thank you. When, when is
0: your anniversary?
1: So technically, our anniversary will be next. Our full five years will be next January third. Okay. So we're in our fifth year now. Very nice. And uh, it's been it's been a heck of a ride. We've been we we're we're surviving here in in South Jersey, and I think it's honestly because we have something to offer that a lot of gyms don't in this area.
0: And take me. Th- do you remember when you first opened the doors? Can you still? I know if I if I do i know you um likely remember those first set of classes th- that that first person that came to the door and took your class
1: yeah i mean who it's such an adrenaline rush to actually see you know people come to your facility to take your classes to experience something that you've built yeah and it's such an honor um that Out of all the gyms, out of all the studios, out of all the facilities that they came here. Yeah. And
0: you know what I like to say, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I I like to say sometimes before our group, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but it means a lot that you chose us. Yes. That you came outside in the heat or now in the wintertime, you know, and, um, you know, when we first started, you know, we're going into our seventh season right now and, um, You know, at at first, you know, a a clump of people signed up, but then they fell off because it was too cold, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I said, how can I make it a little bit better, you know. And then the next year, we had what we call the core four. We had four people that was like solid with it, you know. And um, we've just been growing it ever since, ever since. I love
1: that. The (laughs) core four. I love that.
0: Well, I'm a Yankees fan, so the core four was, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jeter, uh, Mariano Rivera, and... uh, Petted, you know right. those four guys that won a lot of championships. So uh, that's where that's what made me think of the core four, Love you it. know. Great idea. Um, so you've been in business for five years. What moved you, Rachel, to get into this field? What 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 did you see? Because because um, there's so many people that may have an idea, but they don't. They like, oh, it'd be nice to have a girl gym, but then that's all they do. They just talk about it. They don't take the steps that you have taken. What moved you to get into this field and open up this gym to take action?
1: Well, it's a long story, <laughs> but we have time, right? <laughs> we have, we have some time. So, it, it, honestly, my story is definitely a buildup. Um, listen, like, since I, high school, since I was a kid, I was always athletic. Okay. Um, not until I got into my teen years did I really kind of just slide off. And then, of course, when I got into my early 20s, college, you know, I always had a weight issue. Um, But I was always athletic. And then once um, I was married and had my children, I don't know. The mindset just changed for me. It changed for me with like, okay, I'm responsible for myself, but I'm responsible for this little human Mm. and um, I I need to have enough energy to keep up with it.
0: How many children do you have?
1: I have two now, a five-year-old and a nine-year-old. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so. I started getting into health and fitness myself, and I really actually was finally successful with it. Um, I lost, after my pregnancy, I lost, like, 52 pounds. Nice. So I had a story of my own, and everybody was following my journey. And then it kind of inspired me to become a Zoom instructor because I actually lost my weight through Zumba. Okay. I enjoyed dance. I loved cardio. And then... Z- Zumba was great. Zumba, but it just, I don't know, there just wasn't enough because in Zumba classes, they instruct you not to talk. You're supposed to use hand signals. Really? Right. They don't want you really speaking, except, okay. you know, going the, Woo! <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But that wasn't enough. Like, I, you know, if I see somebody with bad form, I want to be able to go up to them and show them the right way to do it. Okay. You know, so so Zumba didn't really promote that. So then I kind of became this um, online coach. And another reason for that is because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, too. So I mm. became an online coach. Online coaching was amazing. I started to bring in clientele. Um, and it was more on a personal basis, but then it wasn't face-to-face right then I'm like okay this still isn't enough like I'm coaching people now this is great it's individual but now I don't get that face-to-face interaction I love face-to-face interaction that's the best kind of you know you know so um then I became a personal trainer and I got my group certifications I got my personal training certification and then I started teaching classes and my classes grew and they grew and they grew and I was just like okay you know this it's For me, I'm always trying to level up. And I'm like, you know, this. I would love to just have my own place and be able to call my own shots and provide something to people that nobody else can or nobody else at my customer service level. Let's put it that way. And I just want something bigger, better. And, you know, I know for me as a woman, you know, I know what I'm doing in the gym. um, But it's. I'm telling you, there is... It's hard out there. It's hard to get in those gyms because you know, you you feel like you get stared at. Your confidence level goes down. You, you you go to the typical machines that you know you how to work, but you don't experiment with the other machines. So, you know, I I felt that and I still feel that. You know, sometimes I do go to other gyms to work out just because, you know, I want to be able to use different machines and I still feel that way. I wanted to create a safe place for women to come and work out and to really be successful and to feel confident about themselves and to have them realize that, you know what, at the end of the day, you still um, need to take care of you, but you need to be happy about taking care of you and not feel uncomfortable doing it.
0: Well, I I love that. Um, I wanted to make sure that I came here personally as well. Um, One time we did an episode on making sure putting the pieces of the puzzle together. OK, and I asked my wife to get out the, the, the products that we um, bought for our son. And she's like, why do you need that? I said, because I need to touch it. I need to feel it in my hand as I describe this on the podcast. And that's why people can uh, it resonates with them because they're listening. So I need to be able to feel it. So I came here to feel it. This doesn't feel like, you know, this is a, a female gym but you got some serious equipment here right we you do. got you got the rooms. you can't tell that this is not like a hardcore because it is a hardcore gym i'm proud of you for what you built here Thank i'm you. really proud of that Thank so you. um i didn't want to just do this podcast over the phone i wanted to be here uh, one of my staples as uh many of our listeners know they hear the chatter in the background cuz i'm doing my podcast at state um at uh, Starbucks but um, I wanted to do a podcast right here, right it. here at Lifting Glitz, guys. And just to tell you, uh, Rachel, uh, part of my story, I started in 2013. So we're going in, into our seventh season. Um, I was selling nutritional products. And, uh, you know, the reason that got me into that because uh, my my grandmother passed away of diabetes. Mm. Uh, there's people in my family who've had gastric bypass surgery to lose weight. They put the weight back on. In 2009, when my wife was pregnant with my son. I was eating like crazy. I ruptured my patella tendon in about two thousand and twelve, oh. playing basketball with extra weight on. I had no idea um that I was two hundred and seventeen pounds until I got on a scale you know when the doctor said you know get on the scale so we can see how much you weigh before surgery i got on the scale i was 217 pounds i lived on 217 east jimmy leeds road never should sure my 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 weight have been as high as that number it, you know i'm only 5 foot 7 i can't
1: imagine you at 217 yeah. pounds yeah wow. i look like
0: I, I my before picture is a uh, i was holding a bowling ball and i felt like a bowling ball Ugh. <laughs> right and so um the um my family member that my wife actually is the, one of the ones that had gastric bypass surgery. She wanted to lose more weight. So we went to this nutrition center. I said, listen, I want to do the business because I want to help people. I want I right. to help people get healthier. And so I went to the nutrition center. They said, you can't like, you know, do, do the business until you do the product. So I, I was doing the products. I lost like 25 pounds in six months. I was feeling good about it. But off the very jump, they said, uh, wrap the business around things you enjoy doing. We run half marathons, and we bring people with us. This was two people doing a training. Uh, We run half marathons, we bring people with us, and we post on social media. Now, those people are not doing this anymore. They didn't grow a business like I have, right? Right. Um, I sat in that meeting, and I said, Rachel, I said, I can't run a half marathon, but I can teach people how to run their first 5K what foods to eat, this that and the other thing. How to prepare for race day, right. all these different things, right? And uh, that's how keep calm and run. To the, back, back then, it was just a couch to 5K program.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so now it's just it's just amazing how we've 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 grown, built a website. I've ran 15 or 16 half marathons now, and now I'm speaking in Atlantic City at the AC Marathon Series.
1: How awesome is that? <laughs> High five for you! <laughs> <Thank> yes. You. <laughs> though like here it is it's so funny because it's like we do passionate people get into this business to really help people because yeah because at the end of the day I started this because I wanted to help people yeah. too I want people to feel the way that I felt about myself when I made these accomplishments yeah. you know and, and it's, it's it's you have to be proud of yourself though too at the same time you're you're helping people level up and you're leveling up yourself you know
0: so I'm down 52 pounds myself what? altogether. right um I've learned a lot of stuff I was I have been able to meet on several occasions Jeff Galloway who's real big in our running community, and I practice the run, walk, run, so I can show, and and we're going to get into a little bit later in the, in the episode here about uh, what really revolutionized and took our, our members to the next level, and the run, walk, run is one of those things, okay. but before I really get into that, I want to give, you know, our listeners, I want to, you know, as I may mention, we only run three days per week, so what do you do in between those running days? So, Rachel, can you please give our listeners some practical advice in which they can um, do some kind of workouts to enhance their running?
1: Honestly, the type of workouts you want to do, it's its definitely strength training. You have to figure when you're running, that's your cardiovascular workout. You know, you are basically running to um, get yourself to oh, how do I describe it? Achieve that, you know, the only, you know, as you coach people to run, they, they basically, you're trying to take yourself to your peak cardiovascular. Um, What's the word for
0: it? Your, your threshold, your yes, level. Yes,
1: exactly. Now, when it comes to strength training though, um, strength training, there's different ways you can strength train and people don't understand that. They think strength training is just to bulk up and build muscle, but okay. you can strength train. Um, in a way of doing muscle, uh, muscle endurance, you Mm -hmm. know, muscular endurance where it's like high reps, you know, um, low weight that gives you muscular endurance, or you can strength train, you know, with, with, with weight. it's okay. And you know, like I'm not the best runner, but I am a runner. I do like to do five Ks here and there. And honestly, I run better when I'm 10 to 15 pounds heavier because I built more muscle. I put more muscle on, if I'm mm-hmm. lighter like like let's say for example I'm focusing on cardio workouts like during the summer I usually focus in on cardio because I want to be trimmer. Okay. Um so but my running times aren't as great because I just feel like my muscle depletes uh, muscle depletes when the more cardio you do. Okay. Um so basically when in the fall when i start to gain that muscle back and i gain about 10 to 15 pounds my running times are so much better because i don't know why i don't know what i don't know what, that's how my body works and i believe that like just my legs are stronger i can get through it faster quicker um a run like i just my times are better when i strength train
0: well let me let me ask you this okay so one of my fastest times at a 5k came during a time when i was doing uh, insanity workouts right okay. and they My wife kills those type of workouts. I hate them, okay? I I hate those kind of workouts. But I did it, and I I got like one of my fastest times. Um, And I kind of want to take you to 2019, September. I hurt my knee again playing basketball. I love basketball. I don't learn sometimes. Mm -hmm. But uh, I kind of tweaked my knee, And I was a little nervous about um, running um, this half marathon that I had on September 30th. But I did everything that week possible. I went to a, a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, which took the inflammation down. I went and got into a stay afloat tank and everything like that. Um, but throughout that process, the, as much as I run, the uh, physical therapist was like, dude, your hamstrings are like, there's no, no strength there. I shouldn't be able to push your legs down this easy. Wow. You know? Um, and your glutes aren't firing up. You know Why? Because I haven't been doing my leg workouts. I haven't been. Do- like, you, you see what I'm saying? Right. And, no, then, and-, and then to your point, and to your point with the extra muscle, right? So I've run in the 160s. And uh, this past, after my injury, and now we're it's like the trail of two cities. It's a big race in New Jersey going over the Ocean City Bridge to from Ocean City to Summers point. I get on a scale, I'm like 170 something. And I'm like, I'm a little discouraged by that. But this year I changed my mindset. I said, I'm going to use that extra weight as fuel, right? Yep. And I blazed through it. It's funny, right? how, it's funny how that mind shift. Like, don't, don't be discouraged by what the scale says. I nope. said, I'm going to use that extra caboose and, and, and do something with it. But, you know, so I'll let you comment on both of those. So, you know, the fact that the, the physical therapist said that you have no muscles and, you know, like your, your muscle, leg muscles are very weak.
1: Yeah. I mean, muscles, what's going to help you get through your workout? I mean, and, and, and not only that, but here's the thing is that you have to really not just do leg workouts to increase the muscles in your legs, but think about your core too. Oh, absolutely. Core is the center of your body. Okay. And you have to work that just as much as you work your legs too when you strength train. I work core almost every workout.
0: So, so, so let me let me ask you this. So let's let's take it from the ground up. Okay? okay. And we're going to talk about people coming to your gym in a minute, but we're also going to touch on maybe some people that's home. They can't make it over here. We got online clients listening in. Of what can they do at home? Take us from the from the foot all the way up to the core.
1: So let's start with the foot. I mean, let's start with the calves, first of all. Yes, that's
0: what I I really mean, but that, you know, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can do some ankle stretches, you you, you know. Yeah. The alphabet with our toes. That's important, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um.
1: So let's start with the calves. Calves are pretty easy to work in terms of, like, not needing equipment. I mean, you can s- simply elevate onto your toes. A good thing to do is um, if you're at home, go at the edge of your steps. Take a step up uh, on, on your first step. That way you're not all the way up your flight of stairs. Yeah. Let's be smart about this. Yeah, yeah. Go to the, And then just, you know, kind of flex your feet up and down the steps. Make sure your heels go down as they can and then, you know, come up. The best thing you can do, especially if you're not using... If you're only using your body weight, let's yeah. say, go nice and slow. I always tell my clients, especially my private training clients, you need to really focus in on that muscle group that you're working yeah. and try to feel every muscle fiber that you can.
0: Yo! Yeah. No, this is killing me right now. This is so good. No, this is so good. This is so good, guys. This is so good. I'm going to stand up right now, right? So I'm, And you're going to answer this question for me, right? So I like to say the world is my gym. Right, right. You said like I like doing um, body weight exercises. Yeah. So I go to the playground. You know, not trying to be a creeper, but I'll use the pull up bars at the at the at the at the okay. park. Right. You know, you got kids. You right. you at the park. You want as well do some pull ups. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I bang out some push ups. But I've been noticing, you know, why why try to do three hundred push ups in a day? People think I go to the gym. I don't. I don't go to the gym. It's all. But why do three hundred push ups in a day when I could take my time doing? Four sets of twenty-five and feel it better. Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying when you're doing those calf raises with no weights, to go slow. Yes. And absolutely. you and, and you know what the, per, the one of the physical therapists, I love female physical physical therapists. This last time that I went through physical therapy and when I ruptured my knee, I, both times I had a male, and they kind of like don't pay attention. But a female is like, oh, he, he he's hitchhiking. Oh oh, he's hip hiking, and that's gonna mess him up. And, and then this last one, she's like. He's just running through it. You don't want him to run through it. You want him to take his time. Right? 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 Absolutely. And so Now,
1: every once in a while, it's good to change it up. Like, if you're going nice and slow, okay. maybe do like a quick pump for like five reps yeah. just to change it a little bit. Okay. And then go back to slow because that's the whole point. The whole point of building muscle is you want to tear that muscle fiber up. Okay. And it's more challenging to do it at a slow pace and really concentrate and put that mind into where what you're working because the body achieves what the mind believes right Mm. right yeah right that's what that's 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 what they tell you so if you're really sitting there thinking about it because you could do the movement all day long but if you're really not thinking about what you're doing and you're just going through the motion you're not going to do anything for yourself right so that's calves i mean legs legs is simple um here's the thing with legs i find that a lot of people first of all when you're working your the main part of your thighs your quads and your hamstrings Mm -hmm. first of all I, I like to divide my leg days up. Um, I work quads one day and I do hamstrings another day. And the reason for that is because I find that if you don't warm up the right area and activate the right muscle group, you're gonna usually when you do leg wa- workouts, you're you're more quad dominant. Mm-hmm. So when you wanna work out your hamstrings, you should definitely do some exercises that activate that hamstring muscle first. That way when you start to do that leg exercise, like the whole leg, that hamstring's more activated than the quad. So for example, if you want to work on your hamstrings and your glutes that day, lay on the ground, do some bridges, push through those heels, really squeeze your booty when you come up and down. Think about what you're doing. Don't just do the motion. Think about the muscles that you're working and activate those muscles first before you start busting out squats or lunges or anything like that. Because if you go into squats and lunges without activating that muscle group, more than likely you're going to activate that quad. And that's why when people start working out at first, their quads are more sore than their hamstrings because they're not warming up the right muscle.
0: So um, weeks go by. Matter of fact, about a month and a half, two months go by and I go back to Victor Wellness and I see that physical therapist, right? So I go, th- it was a race, January 1st, as a matter of fact. So December 29th, I went back to ventner Wellness. Now I love the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. I go do it before the race. Take right. out any inflammation out of my body. I feel like fantastic. So right. that's going to be like one of my new uh, pre-race rituals, right? Love it. So, uh, so I saw the physical therapist and I said, yo, man, I need you to test me out, right? See if you can push my leg down this time. So I lay flat on the thing. He mm-hmm. tells me to lift my leg up. And he's trying to push it down. You know, I've been doing some home workouts, you know, so I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. He said, now, um, put your leg back down. That, that's, that was a little harder for me to push down. He said, now, bend. He's, I'm laying flat on the bench. He says, bend your knee now and now lift up. So when I lifted up, up that time, he pushed it down easier. Oh. Do you know why? Because he said that your hamstrings is overcompensating for your weak glutes.
1: Really? You
0: see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so like more to your point, make sure that we're bringing mindfulness to each exercise. Exactly. Don't run through it. If if, you know, even if you got 10 minutes, focus each rep nice and slow to make sure that you're activating and, and one of one of the exercises that he told me to do was those bridges mm-hmm. to help strengthen the glutes. Right.
1: Absolutely. Um and, you know, it's
0: now, now take us through the core.
1: Okay, let's go to core.
0: So core. Oh, wait, wait, I don't know if I answered this question. One, one more time. So you, you, you explain how those muscles, you know, the 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 hamstrings, different from the quad. So what can you do for the quad?
1: So the quad. I mean, quad is pretty easy. I I find that you know, I mean, your basic squats, front lunges. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of front lunges because I feel like it kind of hurts your knee. But everybody's different, you know. Um, but as far as squats go, what, squats kind of scare me for people who don't really know what they're doing. So I always tell people, when you squat, if this is your first time squatting, the the Right way, how you know you're doing it properly is put a chair behind you, mm-hmm. sit down in that chair, and then stand back up because a lot of people put too much pressure on their toes and they kill their knees or their knees go forward. You know, put a chair behind you, um, do-
0: doing something in front of the wall, doing helps something you in front of the wall, absolutely. Not- okay,
1: um, even wall sitting, you know, wall sitting actually would be a really great idea at home, yeah. You know, um, now, do-
0: does wall squats. Wall squats, guys, once again, flat back, you know, flat, you know, uh, sit down as if you're sitting in a chair with no chair under you and you're just using your buttocks and your, your flat back up against the wall. Right. And you hold that for a minute. You'll feel that thing start to burn.
1: Well, you know what you can do too? And if you want to level up that exercise, you can just do that wall sit and then, you know, extend one leg at a time. Squeeze that Ooh. quad.
0: Hey. <laughs> not, only, not only, yeah, that yeah. quad. Yeah. And you watch you watch a little frog bounce in your, right. in your right. leg. Or right. yeah. right. yeah. like
1: hold that one leg and then squeeze that other quad. Oh. It's all about muscle tension. That's what it is. Muscle
0: tension. You yeah. know, consen- consistency over time equals results. So you keep doing stuff like that, you'll build up that quad. Exactly. What about the hamstring?
1: hamstrings well i mean like i said we talked about bridges yeah um you can do fire hydrants um fire hydrants are when you're on all fours um taking your leg out to the side you know fire hydrants can we can we guess okay. what that movement is so um,
0: so, so you're thinking sh- you're like i would think that was for your hip flexors but that's, that's for, for your hip ha- that's for your hamstrings that can be too? for
1: your hamstrings but then what you could do is you could t- um other hamstrings too is uh you could do kickbacks kickbacks are a great one um 90 degree angle on your leg on all fours, kicking back like that. I mean, again, squats are going to help that. Back lunges can help it.
0: Oh, you're saying you're saying um, on your hands and knees, right? Hands and then and, and knees. then raise your raise your raise, one leg up at a time,
1: right? At a 90 degree angle. I mean, you are primarily working your glutes, um, but you know, your 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 hamstring is definitely activated with that as well. Nice. Um, and then that way, when you do that, those type of moves first, and then go into squats, right? your squats your 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 hamstrings are going to be more dominant what
0: about those um those bands
1: bands are great too i mean
0: Th- the, the ones that come in a loop and you like can if just wrap like you put
1: wrap, it on your ankle or, them, or above your knees yeah wrapping yeah, around that's perfect too um that really helps with the outer thigh too as well um, you can wear those bands around your ankles and do leg lifts as well. That helps create more tension. Like once you start getting – like once you find that those workouts are starting to get easy at home and easier and easier and you're doing like busting out like 100 and you're just like, oh, I can keep going. Then, yeah, create, you know, some resistance. Get those bands. Bands are perfect.
0: Now now take us through that core now.
1: Core. Let me tell you something. I have really changed my mind about core lately. You know, growing up as athletes, you know, I'm, I'm 35 years old. So, you know, it was all about laying on the ground, doing 100 sit-ups, you know, doing crunches, crunch, 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 sit-up, sit-up, sit-up. I have totally changed my core workout. And let me tell you something. My core is stronger than ever. Like, I play soccer. Okay. And let me tell you something. I rip those balls in the net now because my okay. core is so strong. So what I do is I'm all about planks. Mm. And standing ab work. You know, one of the biggest things is I, I encourage people, like, if you go to the park, hang on something. Do some knee raises. Do some leg raises. Um, plank it out. You know, mountain climbers, which, ugh.
0: Can you do? Can,
1: I have a hate, not even a love hate. It's a hate relationship with mountain climbers, but I still do them. Um, I just find that your core is built so much stronger when that you, way. When you're
0: doing mountain climbers, are you doing it on a floor plank position? Mountain climbers that way, or are you standing and raising your?
1: No, on the floor. Okay. On the ground. Oh, I hate them. I really do. <laughs> I don't even like talking about them. I hate them so much. You into <laughs> and, burpees? I love burpees, burpees all day long. Okay, give me, give me all the burpees you want. I, I'll, I'll push them out. Mountain climbers, nope, nope. But then I, I have that little evil tendency where I have to, when I tell my clients, okay, it's time to do mountain climbers. I'm like, ha. Ah! <laughs>
0: And during and, and during that part, you're walking around yeah, making I'm sure you're demonstrating like, them how to do it. Get your
1: butt down. <laughs> Bring your knees closer to your chest. Go faster. You're all like, "Rachel, you hate uh, you hate mountain climbers, so don't, don't even do that, Rachel." Us right now, but
0: you, you know, I tell I tell um, our clients that it's not just about running with your legs. Obviously, you also running with your shoulders and your arms. You're using that to propel you forward.
1: So honestly, one of the best muscle groups you could probably work in your upper body is your chest. Mm. when it comes to running I, I I feel that way i mean you're you would know more than but I feel like your chest really helps strengthen your entire body because chest you're also working your triceps yes I mean you are working you are you're working your whole upper body but honestly that chest muscle is one of the biggest muscles in your upper body other than your back um and I just find that when you have a stronger chest you're just stronger everywhere else in your upper body like that's just one of the one of those core muscles in your upper body that can really help you pump out whatever look at you
0: do a little dance the, popping the pecks <laughs> of love right there the pack
1: dance <laughs> but yeah I mean your basic push ups at home um, you know which one I really do love too do you ever do a reverse plank no so reverse planks are just you know on your triceps okay all the way out hips all the way up okay as long as you have those hips nice and high so oh. much harder than a regular plank. Oh
0: my goodness! It's great. And you know, you know, a lot of people might think of just a regular straight arm plank or on your elbows, but um, you know, when you start like transitioning from high plank, low plank, side arm mm-hmm. <laughs> to the other side, mm-hmm. I mean, you're really getting that whole core, yep. you know, by doing the different variations. And now, guys, you can do a reverse plank.
1: You know, and just just for. Uh, Women, speaking of core, and I just want to let you guys know, I find that, especially after you have children, when you're laying down and doing crunches, it actually makes your belly worse Mm -hmm. and makes it stand plunge out a little bit especially because women don't realize that they get diastasis recti which is the separation of the abdominal muscles after pregnancy they don't heal back together so you have this gaping hole and when you do those floor crunches it makes that hole worse and worse and worse and that's where women end up getting um I can't think of the word today it's I've been up since 4 30 this morning Let's so we'll um, it. when the intestine comes through what's it called
0: I don't know. A- Her- hernia?
1: A hernia yeah thank you thank <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Easy button. <laughs> um, that and, and, they end up getting hernias because they have they separate their abdominal muscle more and more, and then you know your your you know your your um, insides aren't as protected.
0: And, and you know people forget about that bottom of the stomach, yes. right? So so doing those reverse crunches or right. like you said the pull up, on the bar and pull mm-hmm. your legs up mm-hmm. you know um you could start off with holding on to the bar pulling your knees up do like five to ten reps of those take a break try another one but then when you get on coach's level, I'm joking. I'm not. No, you know, I'm like, not but when you when, when when you can ha- have legs straight out and then raise them both at the same time, then do a pull-up, then come back down and do another set. Right? That's crazy, right?
1: That's coach's level. <laughs> that is definitely – that is coach's level. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Don't be intimidated.
0: Nah.
1: That is, it's a hard exercise to bring your knees up like that. First yeah. of all, you're hanging. Yes. You're holding your body weight. And you're trying to be it's hard and you're going to feel silly doing it and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I can only get three to five in. No, but who cares? It doesn't that. matter. You're going to incre- you keep working on it. You're going to get better and better and better. Don't quit. And you, and,
0: and you know what I want people to do? I want people to journal, write it down. Like if yes. if, if all you did in 2020 when in January was two, write that two down, exactly. feel proud about the two. And then, like, you'll you're close your eyes, you'll wake up. It'll be January 2021, and now now you're doing 10 home. Now you're doing 15. It's
1: great and
0: your running times are getting better. Yep. And um, so just say it one more time. I have this in my notes, too. Should women be afraid to swim train? I mean, obviously, no. obviously not.
1: Oh, man, this is my biggest thing. Listen, ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Women do not have enough enough testosterone in their body to sustain muscle and build muscle like men do unless if you're injecting yourself with something that i don't know about you will never bulk up you're only going to get that tight lean toned look a lot of women um they start to get that toned look here and they say i don't want to lift too heavy i don't know you have to you have to continue to challenge yourself or else you're going to lose it you know um you're you're never going to get bulky. Point blank period. Those fine ladies that you see in the magazines and online on Instagram with that nice lean muscle, that's because they lift heavy and they lift hard. Okay. And they eat well, you know. Yeah. And trust me, you'll never bulk up ever. Unless if, you, if, if that's the schedule that you're on to bulk up, like you got to eat a lot of food. And... Uh, and if you're really trying to bulk up like those crazy ladies, then you're on something else. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
0: What what if a person gets injured? Should they just throw in a towel and do nothing?
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely. I have so many women like they'll tell me they have an injury. Like for example, a lot like they'll roll their ankle or something will happen with their hamstring or their knee or whatever or even upper body. You can always. Work those other body parts. I mean, I have machines in here, and I tell my ladies, like, listen, I have s- machines in here that are going to stabilize you so you don't have to use that body part. You could sit and work your whole upper body sitting in a seated position if that's you it. have a lower body injury. That's it. You know, and vice versa. You know, if you have a upper body injury and you need to work legs, I mean, that's the easiest. Yeah. That's a no-brainer.
0: So so how important is rest?
1: Rest is one of the most important it if not the most important part of working out. And
0: and so how how does one get rest? So because there's only uh, a certain amount of days in the week. We got 7 days. Coaches saying, "Hey, run 3 days a week." Um, uh, you know, some popular programs are designed where um uh, You know, you do cardio three days a week, strength train three days a week, and then you got that that one day of rest. Some studies show that, you know, for a healthy body exercise 30 minutes a day. Um, Is there a difference between like recovery, active recovery and rest?
1: Sure. I mean, active recovery is great. Active recovery, um, such as yoga is really important for the body. I mean, I can't even tell you how much stretching is important for active recovery. Um, I don't stretch enough. I can tell, I can admit that right now. Um, you can just simply take a day off from, from running or from the gym in general. Um, not only does it help your body, but it helps your mind too. You know, if you're not, if, 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 if you don't take that, that, that opportunity to rest, um, you're not going to be focused in on your workouts, and you're going to be tired, or you'll be overstimulated, and you're just not—you're just not going to be in it. Um, and plus, you know, believe it or not, guys, and I, I hopefully you, you can understand this the way me and Tadris do is that. Um, Your body actually doesn't like that strain. I mean, it, it does and it doesn't. It's, you know, you're ripping apart muscles. You're tearing apart your body. You're ripping muscle fibers up. The whole point of that recovery is so that those muscles can build back together but build up stronger and bigger. Okay. And so it's really important that you give your body that opportunity to rest. Um, Another way to rest is you figure, okay, you separate your days, right? You have your cardio days, three days a week. You don't want to run your first three days during the week. You want to take a rest from running so every other day maybe mm-hmm. and then like let's say you get into the gym or you get at home and you do a leg workout you shouldn't do those leg workouts until three to uh, at least three days later so during those three days of rest for those legs you could be working shoulders you could be working chest that's another way you rest muscles instead of just keep staying away from the gym in general you separate your days mm-hmm. to work those muscle groups
0: and, and, you know, um, as I mentioned, when I got injured, um, I took advantage of the hyperbaric oxygen sh- uh, chamber. Oh. That okay. that that helped uh, break up the inflammation. Right. I was no longer limping. I, um, I got into the stay afloat, which is a salt <gasps> tank.
1: I was just going to talk about that. <laughs> I swear on my life, I think that's better than a massage. Oh, I'm not even kidding. I walked out of there feeling so relaxed. I mean, you have pro um, pro-athletes. Um, Tom Brady has one in his
0: home. Well, well that's what I was going to say. I was going to say like that particular week, um, me getting in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber and they saying LeBron James had that. And then I went to the stay afloat tank the, a couple of days later and they said Tom Brady. I'm like, yes. I'm a legend.
1: Right, right? <laughs> I'm going to be like that. I'm leveling up. I'm a pro. Where's my contract?
0: <laughs> Yo, so, so that you know, there's things that we can do. And what's nice about those those two um avenues of recovery is that it's like you said mental you can't bring your cell phone into the stay afloat tank right um i have been able to bring my uh cell phone into the hyperbaric oxygen tank and i should not be working while i'm in the tank but um the first time i actually like put some earbuds on i was listening to a book and i just fell asleep and he said how did it go and i said listen if if all it did was give me some sleep you know what I mean? Yeah, like I that you. that was good enough. Like I'll come back just for that. Like I felt like being in that chamber felt like I was escaping from the world. You know what I'm saying? Um couple of times since then I have brought the world into that chamber, but I'm not gonna do that no more. Right. Let, let's go into um I have two two excuses that people use, Rachel. And I think that you would be great to um you Interact
1: know it. give us give, give us your thoughts. Me. Yeah. Give it to so, me, let's
0: go. I touched on one last week. Um I don't have time to exercise. <laughs> Right. So um, I, as I mentioned, I like to say the world is my gym. I make time, like even if it's five or 10 minutes, I did a a 10 minute yoga stretch video yesterday and it set like it was better than coffee for me. It was like doing the downward dogs in the morning. I mean, I know it was only 10 minutes, but why don't you talk to us about that excuse? I have no time to exercise. And and, and at this particular time, how long are your classes?
1: Well, first of all, we we make our classes short because we realize we're working women of the world and if you're not working a job you're working at home you're doing something so our cardio classes are 30 minutes nice. and our strength training classes are 45. Okay. Um so with that being said, um you're in and out of here. There's women who can, you know, you know sit here and 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 shoot the coffee and talk and stuff like that and there's women who need to come in and leave and go out, you yeah. know. Um as far as so I am going to you know the no time excuse um is definitely a popular one, for sure, without a doubt. And I like, I think a lot of the reason why people think this way, and I'm gonna kind of go at a different angle on this, is because they think that once they have to get themselves involved in an exercise routine, it's an all or nothing. It's like, all right, I, got, I guess I gotta get in there six days a week, I gotta work out an hour to two hours a day, da, da, da. and no, that's not how it works. We always hear that exercise, and um, it's a lifestyle change, and it really truly is, but how do you make it a lifestyle change? You slowly incorporate it into your life. So I tell people, give yourself a goal. And this is exactly what I did. And I'm not kidding. This is what I did. And I was a stay-at-home mom of two kids, and I didn't have time because I was up all night, you know, with the with the newborn and stuff like that. And I was exhausted. So I gave myself one day a week. One day a week, same time, every day, Wednesdays, two o'clock. That was my half hour to work out. And once I accomplished that. Then after a couple of weeks, I moved it to two days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, two o'clock. That was my time. Th- and I slowly built it up. And then I realized that, okay, this is starting to fit into my schedule. So that's a different avenue that instead of saying to people, I don't want to hear that excuse. You you can find it. Just stay off your phone. Or da, da, da. No, that's I get, I had them look at it as crawl before you walk, figure out one day a week, that could absolutely positively work for you and make notes don't make appointments at that time don't schedule anything with friends that is your time to exercise and then you slowly build it up
0: Uh, let me ask you this too so studies show 30 minutes a day is good for that type of um uh, for your overall health Mm -hmm. um sometimes i don't have 30 minutes straight right right um maybe it's 10 minutes in the morning 10 minutes in the afternoon or 15 15 does stuff like that work
1: I mean, it could absolutely it, it, something is better than nothing and you know what you can there's so much out there on the internet you can find like a quick 10 minute workout especially if you don't know what you're doing and you have yeah. to do something at home.
0: I, I set a three minute timer and I do as many push-ups as I can in three minutes and I am sore! <laughs> Right. And, then, and then, so sometimes I'm doing those uh, 25 slow, and then other times I'll switch it up and do how many how many I can I get in three minutes. And right. you can't tell me my joint ain't tight, you know. I yeah, mean, I'm sore. Right. Exactly. Um, here, here's the second one, and this is where I know we really have uh, something in common. The excuse is that people will talk about me. They are very afraid of, uh, as a runner too. They're afraid sometimes of what people will think of them as they're running down the street, right? And I I've wrote some notes here. Um, You're
1: saying random people or people that they know.
0: Random people, or maybe maybe okay. maybe they're afraid. You know, they're, they're running in a neighborhood and they're afraid of someone seeing them. Okay. they're worried about what other people will we'll think, think of them okay. as they're running. But I, I just want to tell people, guys, uh, actually, people are inspired by your efforts. Yes. Whether 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 you feel as though you look like an athlete or not, don't let that stop you. I know there are some people today that I feel like this run group wouldn't be what it is, and I actually pulled over and I think this one lady when i first moved to galloway i would see her running she she doesn't run fast she has her pace and one day i said i don't mean to startle you but I started a run group. And when I first came over here in Galloway, you were you were the person that I was inspired was watching wow. you run up and down Borough Road. She was like, really? I was like, yeah. You know, and I just ran into you another. Made
1: her day. <laughs> yeah. You made her and her day. And, and,
0: so, and so one thing, I have a, a, a great client. Her name is uh, Stephanie. She's also a friend of ours. She said that one thing that I like about this group is that um, I don't. I was a t- intimidated to go to a regular gym, afraid of what people would look at me, how how they would view me as I'm on machines and stuff like that. Okay. I really enjoy the group here because I don't feel any type of way. You guys make me feel welcome. And I know that that's the case here, too.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Like that's the thing my my trainers set the tone here, and that's one of the biggest things I tell people is that we're a comfortable setting and no judgment zone, and we're not competitive like no one's looking over their shoulder and like looking at you like I'm gonna beat you out and we don't do that here, and we set that tone here now um as far as like other things like aside from here, if you're really intimidated to start anywhere. Oh, man. What's my suggestion? Well, first of all, if it's people that you know that you're afraid of what they think, maybe you need to reevaluate your your relationship with them. If they're not, like, for you, if they're not your cheerleader, then why why are they in your life? Yeah. First of all, you need to surround yourself with positive people. People are going to be like, get it. Yeah. Get it, girl. Get it. You know what I mean? And, but as far as, um, sometimes, uh, as far as the, the, you got to find... This is the thing. you got to find your place. Just because you tried one place and you felt uncomfortable intimidated doesn't mean that all gyms are like that or doesn't mean all groups are like that. Keep searching for that one place where you feel comfortable, and you'll find it. I promise you. It, and it may not be here. It may not be with your group. It, it could be with a, a totally other facility, but you will find your group. You will find your fit family. That's why they call them a fit family. I you like
0: know? that. I like that. So, so you are a busy mother. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I reached out to you yesterday. I, I believe you said that you were bringing one of your sons from soccer. Uh, no, my daughter from dance. I'm sorry, daughter. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> so,
1: I play so, soccer. So you're, my daughter does dance. My okay. son does hockey.
0: Okay. So again, busy. Yeah. So at the moment, and I'm what, a single mom. So at the moment, what is your exercise routine like? You know, <laughs> Wendy. Wendy, are you finding this time for yourself?
1: You know what, that is a tricky question because it's gym season now, New Year's resolutions, 2020. Everyone's feeling so positive 2020, yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, so my thing is this, is that honestly, and it it didn't come quick, um, I had to learn how to do this, but I had to learn how to carve out time for me. Um, so I private train literally people from almost 6 a.m. till about two o'clock in the afternoon, straight, private training people, and running a business at the same time. Two o'clock is my mark because I know that at 315, I got to go pick up my kids um, from school. So what I do is two o'clock is my absolute end mark. I don't schedule anybody to uh, two to three o'clock is my time. I have to.
0: I asked you if I can uh, do the podcast at 2 p.m. You told me to kick rocks.
1: Yeah, I did. I I got a facial I got to go to. And we skipping that facial? No, we're not, <laughs> because that that's an that's a recovery thing for me. Look at that! You that's hear that, a recovery guys? Thing for I, me. I
0: hope you guys are taking notes. You're going to, you're going to refer back to this episode time and time again. Um, do you intermittent fast? As I talked about, now that's just like this question. You probably wasn't expecting it. Um, I have no problems if you say no, but um, you know it's a. People are using it now. Before you answer this question, people, uh, people are using it now as like a trendy thing. Or, um, But I had Dr. Greif on, and he said one of the things, he, he talks about being mindfulness with our food, the way we eat, different things like that. And he said if, if people took a diary as to they woke up at 6, they had a cup of coffee with cream in it and some kind of snack at 6 a.m., they may not go to bed to 10, 11 8 p.m. watching Netflix and eating crackers and cheese at night. Mm-hmm. If they're not careful and they're not mindful of this, they have been eating for over uh, 16 hours. Mm-hmm. So the thought of intermittent fasting is more like some people do it for weight loss. Some people do it for mental like uh, energy uh, because you do experience uh, less brain fog and different things like that. Everyone's not the same. Almost anybody can intermittent fast for twelve to thirteen hours. That's the right. circadian rhythm. If you stop eating at six PM after dinner and then open your window at seven AM, um, so what, what? Have you ever tried that? What are some of your thoughts?
1: <sighs> not gonna lie, I've I, I, for me personally, I read up on it. For me, it I don't think it's for me. I'm the type of person where um, if I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat. Okay, but. That's only because during the day, I, I, I keep my I keep my nutrition tight.
0: Nice. you know,
1: i don't I don't mess around with that. I track what I eat, I measure what I eat. Um, I know exactly how many calories are coming in and how many calories are going out during my workout. So it's a little bit different for me, you know? Um, and I think everybody has their own niche in nutrition. Um, what might work for me may not work for you, and vice versa. So if intermittent fasting works for you, I'm like, yeah. Go for it, you know what I mean. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't. I'm a firm believer in um in when it comes to eating, eating when you're hungry. And if you're not hungry, you shouldn't really have to eat either. You know right. what I mean?
0: We have to we have to pay attention to the cues. Like, are we just eating just for because we're bored? bored. You know oh, what I'm saying?
1: That's like
0: number one. Um, now now I'm going to anything that I talk about like intermittent fasting. It's not something that like I hold someone's arm behind their back and say that you know to be a part of our program you have to intermittent fast right. like you said you know we're all snowflake you know we're like snowflakes there's no two snowflakes that's the same everybody's going to be right. different you know um i know how it's kind of been benefiting for me but um, right now i want to mention our seven day health challenge um, i want to tell the story uh when our beginners first started you know we're in our seventh season and when we first started Probably around, you know, year three or four, I started to notice that people would drop out because of different injuries and stuff like that. Now,
1: in the
0: 70s? No, I'm sorry. Let me clarify this. When we first started our group, in the first three or four years, I started to notice that maybe people had to withdraw from the run group because they was experiencing swelling in their knee. Okay. Or something was going on in that their ha- ankle. That happens. But, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, My chiropractor at the time, he told me, now again, everybody's different, but he said, read Wheat Belly. If you come off of grains, that's going to help eliminate the inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. So from time to time, I would do like an elimination process where I would eliminate grains, sugar, alcohol, soy, and legumes for thirty days, mm-hmm. and then I will reintroduce things one at a time. Right. So everyone's not hardcore. It's hard for people to wrap their mind around giving that stuff up for thirty days. So I would do a seven day. So I'm gonna show you a picture because you're looking at me intrigued, right? I am. So, I am. I'm like. <laughs> so so what happened was in 2018 December, I was on a 15 mile run. When I go for long runs, I get a lot of ideas, and I said, you know what? People's not going to want to do a. You know, I don't sell nutritional products anymore anymore. I'm going to teach them how to eat real food, eliminate these food groups for a while, reintroduce things one at a time, see how your body responds to it. But no one's going to want to do it for 30 days. And now what am I going to do? Because I'm not selling nutritional products anymore. I want to give my my runner something that they can like use. Now, Jamie was the first person that said, what's this seven day challenge you're talking about? OK, here's a picture. Now, this is even... Like, she's even smaller now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. She was the first person that took me up on a seven-day challenge. She lost two pounds in the first seven days, but she went on to lose 12 pounds in the first month. Then we got Chris Ballard. Okay? Wow. She lost... Um, you know 30 pounds altogether in 2019. Jamie lost 60 pounds altogether in, 2000, Jamie is, in 2019.
1: Oh, she's amazing that girl. Let <laughs> me tell you something. You want to talk about excuses? She's
0: and she kills it. Go ahead. And so the, the these individuals took mm-hmm. me up on the 7-day challenge to get the process started and after they did the 7 days, they decided, "Man, I, I can I can actually see myself doing this for 30 days." And then those results start to pour in. We've had Nicole Nicole, Rowe, and Kristen. Um, This was me, by the way. That was my first 30-day process.
1: What? And I didn't
0: even run. Guys, I'm going to share these pictures in the show notes. Uh, I'll leave links to these pictures as well as we write the blog to go with this podcast. But that was my results in the 30 days. Holy smokes. And this was me on the nutritional products that I was selling, Mm -hmm. running more than ever. Mm -hmm. This was me running less. And just avoided those foods for those 30 days. Now I know. Amazing. Now I know exactly. I already knew that wheat bread. I already knew why uh, rye bread was like a pitfall for me. But I didn't realize like back then I had to have cheese in my eggs. Mm. So coming off the process and reintroducing dairy, uh, when I would have cheese, I noticed that I craved Doritos or, you know, I craved other things that's not going to help me with my running experience. You know what's
1: funny for me? It's fruit. Yeah. Like, you know how everyone gets those acai bowls? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can even get the most healthy acai bowl, but it's so much sugar. Yeah. There's way too much sugar in those. Once I have one of those, I'm like, oh, give me more. I'm ready for the ice cream. I'm yeah. ready for the Doritos. So you see. I'm ready for all. I'm and
0: like, so, and yeah. so many people are not mindful of that. going nope. So I'm just going to put it out there, guys. If anyone's interested in the seven-day challenge, I'm actually going to do a Facebook Live Monday. I want to do it. Yeah, can I do it? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do it. Absolutely. Listen,
1: I love a challenge. I love trying things, and that's the thing. That's what people people think that like like athletes or um, uh, fitness coaches like like we don't like to try new things or we don't like to continue. No, we love to challenge ourselves. Yeah, I would love to do that. I would so, do it. So
0: yeah, let's do it. <gasps> I would do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going. I'm going to do a Facebook Live on Monday, the 27th, and the challenge will start uh, January the 28th. And one thing that you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. Rachel, is that. You love is January, New Year's resolutions, but man, people start fading off, man. So that's why you gotta keep challenging yourself, right? That way and you gotta have stuff on the calendar. That's why we sign up to races so that I don't I have something to train for on February sixteenth. I got Mike Seafood Run Walk for Autism. You know what I mean? I gotta get ready for that. And so these races on the calendar helps us stay focused and when yep. a person starts a seven day challenge and then if they want to extend it out to 30 days you know the results start start the power for exactly. sure for sure
1: yeah we, we start our own little challenges in here too like we have our mind zone my zone challenge coming up um, I know with my private training clients I've I, I started um Creating little profiles for them and making speci- very specific goals for them because nice. that's what happens. We get all pumped up for New Year's resolution and then all of a sudden it just goes, Womp.
0: yeah, too soon, too, too like soon. like a week and a half later, ten yeah. days, like yeah.
1: no, no people, no. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing, though. I always tell people, I run with my runners and I walk with my walkers. Like, listen, I nice. am here for you. That's I'm right. gonna bust my butt for you. But if you're only gonna meet me, if you're not gonna meet me halfway, like I can't help you. You gotta want it too. You gotta really want it. And when you are struggling, reach out to your coach. (laughs) Reach out to your coach because that's what we're there for. True, passionate people, coaches, people like us. We're here to help you because we've been there, we've done that, and we've overcome it. We may not have every answer, but we'll we'll have your back as much as we can.
0: Les Brown. I just finished reading his, his material and, uh, he, he is a motivational speaker and, uh, he, he was, uh, talking at different events and they took all that stuff and, and compiled it for into one book. So I was listening to it on Audible. Matter of fact, on our website, there's a, uh, morning motivation read list with some of the books that I've been digesting. Um, I don't think I put that on there, but he says that reach out to people, not because you're weak, because you want to remain strong.
1: Yes. Yes. The
0: moment you start to, to fall back into this, this uh, no one understands me, uh, going back to bad habits, you need to stay strong. That's what you got to do and reach out to people. So I love how you said that.
1: Um. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's a little good pump for me? And believe it or not, when I'm really feeling down, when I don't feel like doing anything, when I feel like that. The, the impossible is just it, it. Everything's impossible
0: in life. I. Hey, guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature being that i try to keep my nutrition real if i go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that i can't pronounce as well as sugar high fructose corn syrup soy as the main ingredients you can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself however that can get a little boring but primal kitchen which is one of thrive markets foods They have some of the most amazing, delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good Wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods. Order from Thrive in the description. I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase.
1: So, you know what I actually do when I'm feeling really down and I feel like I I just can't go on for that day and I just want to quit and Um, I'm feeling really negative is I listened to this speech on YouTube it's by Art Williams it's called just do it speech Mm. I mean there's a shortened version and there's a longer version of course I listen to the shortened version because I need quick pep talk and it is one of the most inspirational speeches ever because I'm very cut and dry I'm black and white I don't like the gray areas he's just like just do it and it's pretty funny at first and it starts out a little bit slow but then it I mean, it really—you gotta listen to it, it and, those, and, and the
0: music is behind it. You know I mean, what I mean?
1: Listen, he's—he's he's a political guy, and actually, believe it or not, there is no music. Okay, he's speaking to a crowd. Nice, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's totally, and he's just just do it. I mean, this was a speech back in like I think the '90s. I mean, it was, and it's just very awesome. And I was like, man, I wish I was there, but you could just feel it, and you're like, yeah, the excuses, bye you just do it it's great
0: like nike let's do it yeah so any special projects or events that you're working on at the moment that has you fired up
1: has me well like I said we have that my zone contest. My zone is a device that we use here that tells you whether you're in your fat burning zone or not. So okay. because March Madness is coming up soon, like we're kind of doing our own little March Madness here. Okay. So we're going to split off into teams and see who earns the most points because it's also a point system too on how many calories you burn. So that's okay. pretty exciting. Um I'm honestly I'm in general fired up because um we're doing a um a little special here to get to get started, and um, it's it's called our 2020 special. Twenty dollars and twenty cents down. And, uh, and you know, honestly, the, the, what I'm getting fired up is over is I am really, I have a lot of private training clients and I am really getting down and dirty with them. Like we are really setting some serious goals and smashing them. And, um, that's, that's, that's pretty much what we got going on. Nothing big, just, you know, just holding each other accountable. That's what we're doing.
0: I like to hear that. And, um, What we have going on is now that it's January twenty January 2020, the calendar has you know flipped from 2019 and at the end of 2019, obviously there's a lot of you know families getting together and all types of stuff. So now is the time for me to really start pumping our keep calm and run to the best you 5k. Uh, this will be our fourth. Race. We help raise money for the South Jersey Field of Dreams, which is an Epseek in Epsica, New Jersey, allowing, uh, children and adults with disabilities to play baseball on a nice cushioned field. Oh, nice. And they play for real teams like the Yankees, the Phillies, the Seattle Mariners. They have the real jerseys and tons of volunteers come out and pitch to these kids in wheelchairs. Um, they help them get around the bases on crutches and stuff like that. It's really a great foundation and, um, you know, we we're going into the fourth year of that, and one one day I was in Appsekin and I was thinking, it'd be cool to I get people ready for all these races on the Jersey Shore. It'd be cool to have our own race right here in Appsekin. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wh- where can the uh, funds help? You know, benefit. And I thought about one particular organization, and I want to mention their name, but they said we, we we can't get behind that right right now. And it's funny how it worked out because someone that I know, a friend of mine, said, "Have you tried to stop Jersey Field of Dreams?" And I'm like, nah, I haven't tried them. I'm not really gonna need that because this organization that I'm gonna help raise money for, I already have my thoughts. But then they said that I'm not I wasn't asking them to do any work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They was like, you know, that we we just don't wanna take that up right now and I'm like well, I guess I'll ask South Jersey fill of Dreams, and I'm glad I did. It was a, yeah. it was a beautiful. It just was it meant to be. be. Yeah, right, it was exactly. meant to be. So, um, this is the time we're going to be looking for sponsors. Any of our listeners that's across the country that would like to come down to New Jersey, we are only about 10 minutes from the beach, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. So a lot a of day trip out Yeah, a
0: lot of it. fun things that y'all can do uh, here in New Jersey. So we're going to be looking for sponsors, businesses uh, that might want to sponsor. They can put their names on the back of their race shirts. They can come set up a table. Uh, We're looking for volunteers, Starbucks volunteers at one of the water stations. And uh, I'm I'm laughing because there's a sign that they have America runs on Duncan, but they sprint on Starbucks. They're so cute. These people. Yeah, I know. I, I shouldn't have said it, but I just—I I couldn't help it. Like, if I'm smiling about it, it warms my heart. I just had to say it. That's great. So they vo- I love that. They volunteer at one of the uh, water stations. So we're looking for volunteers. People could sign up as a team. You know, you can awesome. get get a team together. Uh, we just have a nice day of it. I give away tons of um, uh, raffle prizes. Cool. Like the the first place overall female last year, we we, we gave her some flowers and uh, a certificate to get her nails done. We have a lot of local businesses that if you know some of them sponsor with cash because obviously it takes money to, to put something like that on um but some people they like you know we don't have that but can we give you a $30 gift card for this uh restaurant here sure we'll bring it and then we use that as, those as raffles that's
1: fantastic i mean and glitz loves being part of the community and, and helping out wherever we can so yeah absolutely we would love to be involved somehow and yeah donate um help with the event, whatever you guys need.
0: That's awesome, thank you so much. Um, So let's tell people how they can connect with you.
1: You can connect with me on social media. I uh, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Lift and Glitz. Um, you can actually find me. Um, uh, my Instagram name started as Lift and Glitz as well. So you might even see me uh, on, on my personal Instagram. But you can um, email us info at liftandglitz.com. And um, you can go to our website, liftandglitz.com. We have our calendar up there. Um, promotions all all the information you need testimonials which is huge and you know what like i said uh Drees and i like we 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 kind of work hand in hand together we actually do we we share a lot of the same clients i have a lot of clients like old clients that used to come to me and they now go to him and you know what i i love that i love when people can just find their niche and be successful at it you know
0: so. I, I think this is the first of many opportunities for us to network together Absolutely. so th- this has been a pleasure um I'm really getting chills, like, thinking about uh, what just happened. <laughs> you know, we just, know recorded, we just recorded this thing, and it's going to be an all-time great. We're going to make sure you guys have this. Subscribe to our podcast so that you get notifications when our next one comes out, okay? Just go subscribe, um, people. Yeah. Um, give, us, give our listeners one parting piece of advice, and we'll say goodbye.
1: <sighs> I said it before, and I'll say it again. Dope. Never give up. Don't give up on your goals. You may not accomplish it now. You may not accomplish it the way that you think that you're going to, but you'll get there. And you know what? Don't try to do the same thing over and over again, especially with health and fitness. If something didn't work for you, change it up. Think different. Go somewhere different. Find different people. Do something. Don't keep trying to do the same thing because it's not going to work. It's just not going to work find something new and I promise you as long as you don't give up as long as you keep working at it you'll get it you'll get it
0: <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> you get it you get, get, it. <laughs> get it get it get it get it yo we keep it real with you you know what I'm saying so here's how we're going to end this podcast. She just gave you a lot of stuff, guys. Go back. Re-listen to this if you need to. Take notes. race up, down. We gave you a lot of stuff, right? She gave you that, that parting piece of advice. I appreciate that. And I'm going to conclude this podcast as I like to say my, one of my favorite phrases. The best way to predict a future is to create it. So create an amazing one with my friend Rachel of Lifting Glitz and keep calm and run to the best you. Find any of our programs, including our accountability group, that you can subscribe to whether you want to be a runner or not. You just need some help with your accountability. www.runtothebestyou.com. And in Rachel's words, let's get it. (laughs)